0: Hey, it's Herbert. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, it's comedy in your ears, which we all love. Mm-hmm.
2: You're listening to the About Last Night podcast with my boy, uh, Adam Ray.
0: Welcome to King Squadro Hotel. May I have your last name, please? Good morning, ma'am. Can I help you? Oh
1: my, what happened? Oh, bellmen are clumsy and stupid. Stop Bellman. You've had this job since high school, right? Well actually now. I am the Bell Captain. Oh. All right, kid. You ready for check-ins? I was born. I think he was gonna say I was born ready.
0: Steve's the captain. Captain Steve.
2: <laughs> the closest thing we have to a god on earth. Gunther! Go shimone!
1: It's worse than I thought. He's a complete slime ball, right? Oh yeah, no question. Do you feel my foot on your foot? That's not me. There's something under the table that feels like a foot. What are you doing right now? I'm working. I got a promotion! I just lied to Kelly. Why would you do that? I don't know, man. I just want another shot. Sid Whitman worked his way up the ladder and bought the hotel. Is it a boss. Do me a favor. Take it easy on the bellman, would you? I'd rather have Krakar melt my balls. Take care, boys. I mean, it's a huge scam. And those girls are in on it, too.
0: Don't you want to know what our bodies are capable of? Yes,
1: yes, yes definitely. definitely. I just work here during the day, wow. but I'm, my nights is all. Let's do this! Gunther is conning everyone with spirit fresh. <laughs> you broke into a guest
0: room. This! He's unacceptable. He has been impersonating a manager.
1: And that is a felony. I don't think that's a felony. He should be fired! Get said! Since the kids are below, we decided to get moaned. Bunch of really real cheese, burning trees to we low, sitting by 45, like I'm Jordan on the floor. Here we go, just the greatest. What they say about their phone. I mean, I'm not sure he's ready, for Shut up, bitch.
0: <laughs> With our minds, we begin to urinate and then, for real, into our pants.
2: Hi, how are you?
1: Good to see you.
2: Good to see you, how are things?
1: Look at this, looking at the the actual backdrop of your house. That I've only (laughs) just gotten to see virtually through the gram.
2: Yes, it's well technically my mother's house, however, we might Robin Robin. Yes, Robin's you made house. her a celebrity. Oh, she, yeah, she would push me in front of a bus tomorrow if it meant she got to do our meet and greets. So <laughs> that's where we're at. Now, let me ask
1: you this was your mom because I feel like, um, spunk is a good way to describe, uh, you know, what, what she possesses. I feel like there's a lot of moms that given the chance, and I'm going to speak for my mom, Puddin. Uh, yeah. a, a little Jew from um, Oklahoma. If she were given the opportunity that you've given your mom. And like, I mean, I think a lot of moms, I think a lot of people in general are like, and this is, you know what you probably have uh, seen your whole career where they're like, you know, I'm actually, I'd say, I'd say actually quite a few funny things. And if like, if you have, if that camera, like if they flipped it around on me, like you might be out of a job. And I think moms given the opportunity more so than dads are like, Oh yeah, you get any talent from me? You fucking came out of me. You don't think that was attached to talent? Um, and so, uh, but it, but very few actually. It, you know, when given the chance, uh, you know, capitalize and. And your mom, I think, is doing a, a brilliant job.
2: I, she's one of those people who truly everything that comes out of her mouth is so raw and real. I mean, it's a liability for sure for my career, (laughs) but she does, she's not trying. Robin is truly never trying. Now my dad, my late father used to always, he'd be like at the golf club and then he would send me messages. He'd like, I heard 10 great jokes of you got to use it in your set tonight. I'm like, no dad, those are jokes that somebody passed around. Like the you know, the golf locker room. Those aren't my jokes. I can't yeah, yeah, use yeah.
0: those. Yeah. You
2: know, like that was um for sure my upbringing But you know, Robin is she she's the famous con to her head though. Like to the point where when we go out in public, and you know, I have I have a predominantly female fan base, and so yeah. you know, they're they're the kind of bitches you come up to at the mall and they're like what's good you're about to you know they'll drag you into a cheesecake factory to like drink chardonnay with them and you just go with with it yeah yeah nothing wrong with that at all so but robin literally it's just all gone to her head so she was actually out at like a home goods and she ran into one of my sorority sisters and my sorority sister went up to her and it's this girl named shally very southern name and my mom like has known this lady for like 15 years and she was like oh you must know me from the internet and my girlfriend shally was like fuck (laughs) you robin i've known you for 15." years but that's like it literally goes over my mom's head now
1: now Shelley, is that like a classic is that a a, a typical south move to combine like shelly yeah. and sally
2: it's not even that it's like two last names so you'll always oh. have like a sutton miller or like a, a clayton uh mcdaniel's it's always two last names Whoa. always yeah. something that
1: sounds like it could be like a seven dollar bottle of wine name
2: that or like an old senator. Like for me, yeah. when eventually when I do have children, I want them to have such intense names that they sound like old senators. Like they're Maybe ready like, to
1: run for office like in the fifth grade and win
2: hundred oh, yeah, percent at a yeah, state yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like
1: I might one yeah. for student council treasurer. You're like, bitch, you need to run this state in next <laughs> semester. Or this right. Dunkaroos going, you know, back in the cabinet. Uh Fuck
2: dunkaroos.
1: Yeah, I know miss that shit. So I know you're a um Like me, a a, a, an appreciator of snacks, but not like, but like, not somebody that's just like, oh, I love a good, I'll, oh, I'll dip, I'll dip a chip in just about any. Like, you, you know, the, the names you talk about, I think I saw on some podcast where, was that at Home Goods where you said you get the snacks that are at Home Goods? Was that the store?
2: Yes, you can get like really good, they'll have like, um, high end coconut chips. Now they've been there since January. Uh They're like three years old, but you are the manager. yeah, that is true. You are getting the, you know, six-month-old co- designer coconut chips that you would get at Whole Foods for a whole price. Um, but, I mean, I love – like, I love a snack situation in a Whole Foods – or in a home goods. Here's my thing. My honestly, like, 10-year goal, I want to be like Paul Newman and have my own dips. I want to have yes. like, a ranch dressing line. I want my
1: own salsa. How do yeah. we do this? You're probably way more on the path to having that happen. But where, where – do you, do you have – have you started to like mix and match things or are you starting with like, do you have a guy that's like, you know, like, yeah, I'm a, you know, I can get you a bean dip if you want one by Friday. Like, yeah. What is getting these wheels turning for you? Just the straight up.
2: Here's the deal. I did a little bit of like wedding registry shit at William oh, wow. Sonoma. And as I was in there, I started seeing some of the other chefs at a dipped. So I got to figure out whose dick I have to suck at William Sonoma. Yeah. That is maybe Who, will you know-
1: maybe Bill Sonoma
2: maybe bill sonoma straight up <laughs> that
1: guy's gotta be and, and
2: honestly <laughs> i'm willing to do it for ranch dressing <laughs> yeah yeah
1: by the way that was a would simple be, gal <laughs> if you ever end up on the streets that might be take the cake for homeless signs we'll suck bill sonoma's dick for a bean dip recipe <laughs> yeah. i don't know i'm paraphrasing i don't want to tell you what your sign would say but i feel like
2: no but I feel i feel like that's pretty on the nose and i would yeah. go like you know it would be rich dips because i believe you know I'm Southern and I went to school in Mississippi, but I don't trust a dip that doesn't have some sort of sour cream or mayonnaise base. You're So you're in fucking LA. It's everything's yeah. made out of fucking chickpeas. No, no. I need like a French onion with full Duke's mayonnaise. Oh yeah. You know, like MSG, Hidden Valley Ranch packet in it. That's wow. I would be an elevated version of those dips, but that's kind of the baseline.
1: So I don't know if you did anything for 4:20 last night. I don't. I, I know you enjoy a cocktail, but I, I is weed. Does that kind of stay out of your rotation?
2: No, I I love a weed moment, but in this oh, quarantine, I'm in, a, in, I'm in a, I, I feel like it's a it's a dangerous zone yeah. because I know I can just really relax and um <laughs> I, I haven't smoked since this whole thing started Whoa. and I don't know which way it's going to go. I know. I don't know which way it's going to go. It's like, a matter of time freak the fuck out.
1: Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the thing too. It's like I mean, from being indoors too long, yeah, then you start to wonder if there's some sort of like paranormal activity blunt that could slip into your dress <laughs> right. and you're like I mean, look, I just got a puppy, and she started barking at spirits about a month ago. And I called uh-huh. my friend that's like very spiritual, and like, you know, is the one that just is locked into astrology and just all the. And I mean, it was like, Kaylee, I feel like this would be up your alley. She's like, Oh yeah, I have a, someone. You, I can give you a number. You can call. And she goes, she, I go. She goes, When does your spirits show up? And and I was like, I've Been here for about a couple of weeks. Like usually at night. She's like, Just talk to them. She's like, They're just they're harmless. They're just talk talk to them. Yeah. To tell them you want them to chill out during the nighttime but they can hang out during the day so then i find myself talking to these spirits in the corner being like you guys just want to come back like during the day like and by the way watch tv we just got apple tv like there's some i don't know if you've seen the morning <laughs> show yet. it's actually pretty fucking addicting. you can binge that and then peace out but then and then come back tomorrow but leave nighttime for just us and um but uh but that type of freak out can happen if you get a little high and you are by yourself for too long so i get why you're holding out on that but you are missing yeah. out on the on the snacks and why i brought this up is i last night uh took a couple puffs and um was talking to my buddy about snacks and we somehow came up with the idea of a snack jacket what you call a snack, a snack it it's a robe uh-huh. meets a trench coat like you know those old guys on the street they'd open up the coat and they had like a bunch of watches yeah. all those pouches yeah, yeah, yeah well take out those watches put in some you know gorilla bars anything that's in a wrapper and small that you want to chow down on and you wrap perishable it
2: in it. items perishable yeah. items
1: and uh mm-hmm. and you wrap yourself up in this it and you sleep in it so that way oh here's what it was my brother and i were trying to come up with a reason for my dad because he snacks a lot but he takes a lot of sleeping medicine because he's old and he can't fall asleep but he wakes up at two in the morning and stumbles into the kitchen and i'm like he, he's like a fucking pinball machine bouncing off the couch and the counter my like, dad right. you know, this, i don't want to be your last words like i was just trying to get some you know, fat-free Wheat thins, and then have you fall to the ground. I go. I understand your fucking what what the game plan, but we got to keep you in bed right. and not sleepwalk. So that's where the snack came right. up. I don't know if it's I, a,
2: first of all, I yeah. think the snack it is fucking brilliant.
0: <laughs> okay, good.
2: I didn't realize growing up, like my dad was a huge stoner. He didn't Ooh. drink, and I thought it was weird. It wasn't until I was like 13 that my sister pulled me aside and was like, dad's high all the time. And then it all started to click. Like my dad was in the kitchen, no underwear, well, no underwear on, no pants. If there's no underwear, honestly, that's just how liberal we are in our family, yeah, yeah, yeah. very progressive household. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he would have like no pants on, just eating like ruffles out of the bag. And I, I, then it all clicked. I was like, oh, fuck dad's high. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: yeah. Um, but I, so I had a little food invention called the zip line dip. So I want you to imagine you like, you God. take a chicken tender. Cause when I'm like really hungover, I just, I want all the condiments, you know, yep. I like sauces. Yeah. So you put like a chicken tender on the end of almost like a zip line and then you have like your ranch, your Buffalo, maybe your Chick-fil-A sauce, Polynesian, you know, ketchup, whatever. And then the chicken tender just hits all the, the sauces right down to your mouth. So you get every flavor. <laughs> it's like a sauce suicide. Yeah. Oh
1: my God.
2: Yeah, I'm genius.
1: <laughs> now, where this see and these are the types of ideas. Was this a pre or uh, was this a pre quarantine idea?
2: Oh yeah, pre quarantine. This is oh, when I've been right. in like a level ten hangover. I can't drink. Obviously, like we all said, I can't drink like I used to, but I truly can't. No. And um, I was poisoned in Minneapolis a couple <laughs> like two months ago. I swear to God, I was like roofied, and I was like, I, that's when I in my haze, I in Wait, a hotel room. I was like that.
1: Yeah, that truly is. I mean when I hear that from girls who say that I immediately, I've heard people be like, Oh, you just got too fucked up. Like you love to say that you got roofie, And I'm like, and then like, I'm out at bars enough and meet people after shows. And I'm like, Oh no, you definitely have roofie <laughs> energy. Like I, just even the way the guy like complimented yeah. me sounded like he right. was trying to slip me something. Like, so I get it, right. but I do. So you got poisoned. And then what happened? I
2: was, I was fully poisoned. That's all I can say. Cause I've never, and it's, I'm like a, I'm a dense chick. It takes a lot to like put me down. I'm never their girl who's like sloppy and and like wasted. But the next day I woke up and felt like I. W- it was just another level. It wasn't even yeah. a college hangover. I'd never been this hungover before. And here's the thing. In Minneapolis, the Midwest gets you. They're really nice. Everyone's super kind. Take the oh, shirt yeah. off their back. And then they root for you. So you kind of <laughs> sleep with one eye open, you know, at yeah. the strip clubs in <laughs> Minneapolis.
1: Oh, my yeah. God. Dear diary yeah I love that you are a true like let's feed the body what it needs in the hangover state because yeah I uh I don't when I've been hungover and people are like oh I just need something good today I'm like dude just get that pizza get that like your body doesn't want that this is if you want to get on the road to recovery you need to uh you know fucking park the uh Park the ship in this in you know Doritos Lake, not fucking kale. <laughs>
0: right. The kale
1: sea. There's a better analogy for that. Well, but you? Know what I'm saying. To,
2: no, I know exactly what you're saying. I used to do the thing because now it's like mine never matter. Like you feel too fucking guilty being hungover. I know. So I'll get up and I'll like make a smoothie and I'll like dry heave it down. You know, but I'm like once that sprulina hits me, I'll be good. <laughs> and then I'm I'm in like an in and out drive-through like an hour later. I yeah. just. And, and I, you know, I've noticed, like, the anxiety is so bad now. I mean, I'm only 33, but I still get that, like, there's shit I got to do today. Oh, yeah. You know, I feel like the clock is ticking. Well, so,
1: I, love, I love that you say – have you always – your big tour that was crushing, uh, and I'm sure we'll resume when, when we get out of this. Yeah. You've only been on that tour for how
0: long?
2: Um. Well, We started in, like, August and ended in December. So oh. – And it was called the Farewell Tour. That's what I'm saying. first – Yeah. It was was my first headlining tour. So I was like, Oh, let's see how this goes. it could be the first and possibly the last. And then it just like took off and it was insane. And I'm feel so grateful for it. So I was supposed to be touring right now. And then of course, like everybody else, you know, shit hit the fan. And now I guess we're going to go out on the road in August. But I'm like, does anybody yeah. want to fucking go to shows? I don't know. have any no idea what the right call. I
1: think you're going to get a, a mix of people that are willing to roll the dice and people that are. They also just might do a was talking like to my buddy that runs uh, five comedy clubs in Arizona, and and he's like, you know, they got some big venues, and he's like, maybe instead of you know, one's a 600 seat venue, stand up live, and he goes, maybe we only do 300 seats, but we really spread people out, and then there's no. I, I mean, there's there's ways to do it, but then it's like maybe they right. charge more for the ticket because it's more of a um of a select you know experience but I don't know I think I I would I would love to think that that's because that's like what four months away or less I would like to think that things are somewhat curved by then but then it's like I get on this positive track and then literally all it takes is like today where they're like it's coming back in January and then (laughs) I tell everybody oh you better not fucking be the age of 58 and love beef jerky because that's Mm, who it's coming you're fucked. Yeah.
2: Oh, I one hundred percent. I'm on board with you on that. And my thing is, I'm in this household where, like, my mom's seventy two, and she's kind of to the point where I think it's just because we we have not let her out of the house. She thinks half of this is fake. You know, she gets like on the dark web and oh it, like, man. You know, is this a conspiracy theory? And she's a rational woman, but I think it's just because all of her girlfriends are like, why aren't they letting us out of the house
0: yeah. situation?
2: They're really rejecting it about themselves and then my sister who's the attorney is just like these are the facts we're all gonna die within a week so i don't know where the fuck to land God you know i'm just
1: damn.
2: you know i'm drinking you know margaritas out of a mason jar this is where i'm at <laughs> <laughs> you no, <know>? I've, <laughs> you know?
1: I've i've uh i've known you for uh for a good chunk of time but my friend becky yeah. robinson really got me on the uh, on the heather McMahon Love train becky. yeah and then I also started getting um, blown up by people just that were saying, like, you got to have Heather on the podcast. And it's one of those things, too. Like, I just had my high school football coach on the podcast because it was just like there's certain people where you just also I, I, I create sometimes this thing of like, oh, they're so busy and this and that. Right. And and then uh, and then sometimes I'll just go, ah fuck it. Let me reach out and and see uh, what happens. And
2: I think. No, this is an honor. You have no yeah. idea. OK, so. Kind of creepy, but not. I saw you when you performed at The Punchline in Atlanta like five years ago. You did a weekend there. Do you remember this? Oh my you, God. Wait a minute. Yes. Did we and talk I took after the mom, show? We, we, I, I came up to you and I think I was like, you were fantastic. I'm a big fan. So I had just moved home. To in Buckhead, life. right? Yes, in Buckhead. I, I went up to you after the show because. Do we have a child? Head. We could have. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What if um, that's where
1: this builds to and you go,
2: Yeah. And here is your son. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I, uh, I took my mom. My mom was trying to definitely hit that. She was newly widowed and she was, I was like, mom, I'll take you to this see this comedian who I love, M. And he's like really cute and adorable, and she had the fucking time of her life. But it was so funny. I just moved home after you know doing comedy in LA, and I was like fucking depressed. I was like, God damn it, yeah. why am I back in Atlanta? I'm grieving my dad, all this shit. And you, I went and saw you. I was like, This is you. Literally, re inspired me to be like, Fuck this. I'm in a shitty situation, but let's keep going. And I was like, I got to get back into stand up, and oh, here we are.
1: My God. Um,
2: Mm-hmm. I'm, all right
1: well i guess what you're saying is i get i guess 10 percent of the fucking the uh you know
2: go fuck yourself zipline okay? bean
1: dip <laughs> like <laughs> i'm still a businesswoman. fuck off
2: yeah i mean I, I think my comedy career is definitely on the up i thought you were gonna ask for a chunk of that tour money <laughs> but it, the zip dip though the, is uh, actually a bigger di- threat oh. it's a bigger threat that's where i'm really gonna cash out
1: wait a sec did um okay so you you are from uh where exactly Atlanta. in this? Okay, I'm from Atlanta. All right.
2: I did. I moved to New York right after college. Was doing like UCB. I was more in the Upright Citizens Brigade. Yeah. Sketch comedy, SNL. So K3. was I, by the way.
1: That was yeah. And then that was it. Yeah. Why did you yeah. then switch over to stand up?
2: um Well, I had been doing stand up. So I did stand up at my high school prom. I started doing stand up like really when I was in. In high school, I basically like roasted the senior class. It's very weird. I went to this weird Christian school. And at that moment I was like, Oh, this is my love. So at, right after high school, I got a, like an internship with Jeff Foxworthy. And I was oh like a writer's assistant on his God. show.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> Yo, amazing.
2: Honestly, the nicest guy. Literally nicest. I
1: would guy expect in nothing less. He seemed yeah. I mean, he just seems like I don't know, like the, he's probably doing this right now, like drinking margaritas and
2: Yeah, and, chilling. Uh,
1: Oh, my God. How did you get so, that gig?
2: Um, I sent him my audition tape from my high school prom, and he was like, great. You want an internship? So I worked for him for a summer, went to school. Then I moved to New York, was doing comedy, UCB there, Wait, and real, then I made – Real, a,
1: real yeah. quick, cr- roasting a, at a Christian school, how, yeah. how edgy can the jokes be? Because if it was enough to get Foxworthy's attention – you know what I'm saying? I got to like, be honest
0: with you. Were you
2: basically it, going like, back- if
1: you go to a Christian school and you <laughs> yeah. haven't had butt sex, you might be a, like, what was it that got him?
2: Well, honestly, he probably didn't even get out of the jokes because I was roasting specific people. But oh, gotcha. uh, it was pretty savage for what I was able to get away with. Mm-hmm. Um, some The last joke was something about this girl had gotten kicked out of her school because she stole another mom's credit card and like like literally took off to Vegas this girl yeah so I was like and in the end or in like in 10 years Allison will still be paying off credit card debt like mic drop and no and then I re-picked up the mic and I was like and Brendan you could have had this it was this kid (laughs) I had a crush on I think that was he was like which is the whole reason you were doing the roast in the first place
1: yeah
0: (laughs) 100
2: percent Brendan Just,
0: fucking yeah. dick.
2: he ended up being a degenerate gambler and might be a homosexual so you know things worked hey. out the way they're supposed I, to <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: I always say that too like there's kids that I used to be so jealous of that would like get high and party with their parents in like eighth grade and then even into <laughs> high school and they were like yeah I smoked pot with my dad and I was like fuck I was like dad oh you left when I was nine uh but I'd be like hey where um and mom why don't we party she's like that's wrong you shouldn't do that And then you grow up and like see him giving out samples at Costco, and you're like, all right, this again, you know, played out the way it was supposed to. You partied too early, and now now Costco has a plan for you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. There's nobody there. Hey, guys, comedian Adam Wright here. Hope you're enjoying this episode of the About Last Night podcast. Boy, I got to tell you, I've been feeling good lately. And the reason why? Koi CBD. That's right. Back in the game feeling like my best self. Look, Koi CBD is the best CBD company in the business. I don't care what you hear from other people, other comics, Koi CDB, CBD. See, I got so much BBD, CBD inside me. I ain't even fucking talking right. You know why? Because I slept well on the Koi CBD gummies. That's right. They've got everything from tinctures to bath bombs to gummies. Uh, they got a skincare line coming soon. They got hand sanitizer during these times. It's very important. So, what you want to do, if you want to start feeling like your best self, you want to take some Koi CBD bombs, put them in the bath, okay? What? Yeah, come on in. Jackson, I'm doing an ad for my podcast. Can you say, hi? Hello. Say, I use CBD gummies.
0: I use CBD gummies.
1: From Koi.
0: From Koi.
1: Koi's the best.
0: Koi the best.
1: It makes me feel good.
0: It makes me feel good.
1: I feel like my best self.
0: I feel my best self.
1: Look at these muscles. Look at
0: these muscles.
1: Kiss them. If you get Koi CBD right now, you go to koicbd.com. Promo code about last night, and you get twenty percent off your first order. That's incredible. Bath bombs, tinctures, skincare, hand sanitizer, gummies—they've got everything. They're my favorite. It's who I use. So start using it for you too. I can't recommend these guys enough. They're homies, and all this shit works. Jackson, say twenty percent off.
0: Twenty percent
1: off if you use the promo code about last night.
0: If you did, put called after night.
1: About last night.
0: About last night.
1: Show him those guns again. Kiss him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Enjoy the rest of the episode. Did Foxworthy really give you any comedy advice that really uh, stuck during that intern?
2: He treated me so well. Yeah, and I mean, he was just like, go for it. And it's funny because. You know, I know it's kids, and it's just this weird world. And the job was so hard because, you know, you, you were dealing with all these like producers from LA, and I was just this young 18 year old kid who wanted to be in the writer's room rewriting jokes yeah. and shit. No, he was just like, go for it. Um, and then so I moved to New York, and I was in New York for five years doing that. And then I moved out to LA and, you know, the grind in LA. And, yeah. and I kind of had this like life altering moment where I had to move home after my dad died very suddenly of cancer. And then I was like sitting in Atlanta, like, what the fuck am I going to do? I've had to give up my entire career in LA. and It was only supposed to be temporary. I was like, I'm going to come home for a couple months, but you know, you get in that real deep self-loathing like moment. Of course. And also then, like that's yeah.
1: a, I mean, you know, I, I don't know how much you've spoken about it, but <clears throat> your only child. No, you have sister.
2: No sister.
0: Yeah. So,
1: I mean, you said it unexpectedly. So there's no, first of all, death sucks. However you slice it, especially yeah. unexpectedly like that is even more daunting where there's no prep and you probably had thought as far as I'm going to go home to be with my mom, right? To comfort her. That was probably your main thing. And just, and maybe you didn't even put a timetable on even a few months. I'm sure there was probably in the back of your head, like loose thoughts of like until I feel comfy that she's comfy, that I can jump back in, but also jump back into where you feel like you can and actually feel like you want to be funny. Right? Like, cause I'm sure a part of that gets taken away for a beat and you're like, well, where do I get, the uh the desire to want to make it all
2: feels it feels trivial you're like okay stand up like uh, y'all want to know the real shit like you just become very raw yeah but the interesting thing was i started then instagram stories had just become a thing and i i really had gotten known for like my character stuff for ucb yeah and then once instagram stories became a thing i just started essentially doing stand-up in a different form it was just very cathartic and started openly talking about things on Instagram and it just took off like wildfire. So it's like, it's to me, the glass is like, it, I mean, I don't know. it just was all very full circle. I'm like, I didn't know I had to come home after my dad died to Atlanta for my career to like finally click, you know, it was weird. Well,
1: I'm sure it's like, but, you just said. Here like we are. Yeah. Like, do you remember, was there one video or story that, that you uh, put up that, that either felt cathartic to do, or you felt like you were, there was a, uh, you know a mentality shift with like I'm gonna really let my guard down and did your dad passing do you think play into that to where you were like it can't get any like I, I'm i just curious like yeah. what about that experience made you go like fuck it because I think that's what a lot of people and especially in comedy strive for and struggle with is to completely be be yourself and as much I know I'm always like bad line of how much to share on like podcasts or certain things yeah. and I feel like I am me, but then sometimes I'm like, maybe I should dive into more of this stuff. But then I'm like, well, there should be some mystery and also some stuff I just don't feel like sharing. And I think there's a way to still be you to the world and to you know your fans and to. But then I see some of my uh, comedy friends just fucking say it all, bear it all on podcasts. and and they subscribe to that, and they're like, you know, they've definitely blown up because of that because they're you know you can see a, right. a need from people to really want that as a, a way to connect, but. So what was the one thing uh, that you felt like you put out where you were like, all right, this is, this is Heather.
2: I don't, you know, I don't know if it was necessarily one thing, but it was so interesting. I think when you live in like New York and LA, your perspective, your point of view is so, it can get a little jaded sometimes. Right. I mean, we all know this. And it was like, once I removed myself from that situation, I literally was like, 30, living at home with my mother having this oh fuck moment that every so many people related to it it just gave me a different like point of view and perspective and I was just able to talk in like a totally new totally new tone but I just had real shit to say and I think it just made the comedy that much richer you know it's like well this is the f- god's honest fucking truth I can't change it and um so many people related to it and now everything else they're just like we're along for the ride she's fucking nuts let's go
1: and you said you've kind of dialed in on a mostly female demo that, <clears throat> that I, you know, watched so many different, you know, today show, so many news, radio, yeah. podcast outlets of people that, that love to like sum you up and, uh, and, um, and the following that you've cultivated, how would you describe the people that have latched on to, to, your comedy and your brand?
2: You know, it's cool. I mean, it is predominantly women. And I think <laughs> what I get told at least of the mean greets, it's funny. It's, really all demographics but it's a lot of women like young girls like young college girls are bringing their moms and their grandmothers like to the shows which I'm like hey the more the merrier but I think I'm able to say what a lot of women are feeling right now but say it in sort of a non-cunty way like there's still like an element of cunt but I'm able to say what they're feeling but doesn't
1: everybody have an element of cunt cunt?
2: yes yes
1: like we all if you've
2: got a cunt you're a cunt you know (laughs) plain and simple
1: by the way the element of cunt sounds like it could be your (laughs) memoir that is just like kind of touching on the idea that like it's okay because we all have a little bit of, you know, yeah. in us that just, you know, okay. some of us write like-
2: <laughs> that down. You're trying to take 10 more percent. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs>
2: um, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's been wild. These shows have been crazy. You know, and when it, you had your little cult falling or whatever, <laughs> when you're doing these improv shows and sketch and I was doing more of that. You Did so yeah? that. People are really shocked. Yeah, and so I think people are now like, oh, shit, when they see it translate from, like, Instagram and uh, into the live shows, they're like, oh, shit, all right, we're, we're in it. Your characters, so, I mean, it's
1: are, been cool. Your characters are so good and so just grounded, too, like, which is why, like, you're a perfect um, example of, like, someone that would crush on SNL where it's your characters are larger than life, but – have you know like what will ferrell i think is so good at where it's like you still feel like it's a real person and not so right. cartoony and and hyped up you know sometimes you can see where someone's clearly like oh yeah it's just it's a real jokey thing but i can't actually get invested because i it's more fun if i can be like oh is is brenda carlisle like a real person you know what i'm saying uh
2: percent. yeah brenda carlisle is like loosely based off. Uh, a hodgepodge of a bunch of my sorority sister's moms. When I, w- I went to the university of Mississippi and I like joined this Delta gamma, it was founded at Old mills you know, and I'm standing wow. there on the lawn at bid day and all these women show up decked head to toe in Chanel. And they're all like dra- smoking Virginia Slims. They've got more money on them than they know what to do with. And I was like, where the fuck am I? Like, it was just, you know, and there's a thing in the South where people just say whatever the hell they want. You know, you, you know, instead it's like, they always say instead of gossiping, you have a prayer request. You know, it's like, well, we need to pray, you know, for Tina McCain because she had a boob job last week and hope she's healing okay. So let's put that <laughs> in our prayer request. You know, it's that, it's like that backhanded kind yeah. of bullshit, like, yeah, go yeah. fuck yourself. Um, but we'll. there's like a there's a through line and all of my characters are just like highly overly confident yeah and I think it's that's truly me coming out even as a kid I was just like all right fuck it let's go for it they hate it they hate
0: it
1: I like I just
2: don't care anymore
1: you you were fearless you were fearless as a kid yeah
2: yeah a little bit I mean here's the thing my sister's like Mince is smart and my parents when they got my SAT scores back they were like okay well didn't really crack a thousand. <laughs> so at that point, they were oh, just I like, go with God, do comedy. Alone. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how, like, I don't know how I got into college. Oh, wait, I went to the University of Mississippi. They let me in because <laughs> I could read. I don't fucking know. You, you do good characters though. Fuck it. What is it? Jeremy? Oh yeah. Jeremy is literally making me piss myself. <laughs> I am. I followed your comedy forever, but oh, I'm thanks. fucking dying. Also, it's like a pop in braces retainer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean- so,
1: yeah. Okay. So, I did this um, little, uh, uh, you know, yeah, like characters. I've just always, it's been, and that's what I wanted to ask you too. Like, do you enjoy being you more on online and being yourself? And if you were to like build a show around you, would you want to play yourself or do characters? Because right. I always thought, you know, and from what you hear and what people tell you, like, find that show for you. And I've tried to do that. And then I shot this full. Uh, Pilot where I did three different characters in prosthetics playing the three people in the show. Uh, And one of them was this kid, Jeremy. And so I I had a teeth mold thing made with the braces. And so that I just- So good. uh, To fuck around with, but what do you prefer? Like it's a different- It's interesting, I was,
2: yeah. I was so all in with the characters and then I was basically doing these essentially SNL auditions every other weekend. You're doing just for laughs. You are doing these showcases by the 10th showcase in a week. You just want to like blow your brains out. You're like, I can't I'm done. TSA starts to look at you weird because I just travel around like a suitcase full of fucking wigs. You know, they're like, you have the weird sex fetish. I'm like, no, I'm a comedian. I'm like, okay, go fuck yourself. Um, I don't know. I love the characters because they're just, they make me laugh so hard. But it's been so refreshing getting back into stand up and just, you know, telling your stories. So it's I got burnt out for a little while on the characters. Cause then when you don't get on SNL, you're like, <laughs> I could burn all these wigs <laughs> in a hot fire, you know? <laughs> you're like but, so um, many wigs. I mean so many wigs, and there's so much pressure right now I mean you get it like quarantine people are like where's the content yeah you know like you need to be doing a character day I'm like guys I just want to stare at the fucking wall right now and let my new dog like lick my toes like I don't want to <laughs> fucking think I'm not feeling creative yeah I don't know do you feel the pressure to like make th- shit right now a thousand
1: percent and even I'll have those thoughts where it's like I just want to let my dog lick my toes and then I'll be like a guy yeah. who wants dog to lick his toes new character you know and it's like no it's not <laughs> Don't start tricking yourself because yeah. you're so starved for content. I try to balance it out, and I, the same yeah. with stand-up where it's like live a life worth writing about. I I try to do enough stuff so that I have at least, yeah. you know, I'm doing doing some Zoom stand-up shows here and there, and you know, yeah, I'll do a bunch of uh, the stuff I've I've been doing and and would be doing right now, but it's it's difficult to not uh, have new things to wanna and obviously. This will be a lot of almost the way like when Trump got elected, what a lot of comics will be talking about when things resume because it's what we all went through. It's a nice common denominator. And then like, you know, what's everyone has different experiences and perspectives. And I try to though think about things that are real specific to me and what's going on, like being up in Oregon with my dad right now um, and and trying to like just everything that's going on with, you know, uh, his wife and uh, hospice and all this stuff. There's a lot of funny that's going on. With that, that's specific. So I'm trying to like keep my brain in in the mode of like, okay, well, what is what's my quarantine been like versus like just the the kind of I don't know generals that like probably like you know Seinfeld. I'm sure will have great just you know um, st- stuff that everyone's. Going through that's more relatable, but he'll I'm-
0: have like fifty-five
2: masks jokes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 <laughs> I, can yeah, see yeah. Already, I can see the <laughs> yeah, set now. Yeah. Well, listen, I am so sorry that you're going through that with you know your family, but I'll tell you, like my on my current tour right now my last 30 minutes is just talking about my dad dying in the hospital and how fucking dark and twisted and funny it was. And I found I'm like, that's the funniest shit ever. So I'm sure in hospice care, as traumatizing as it is now yeah. absorb as much as you can, because you'll look back in a fucking month, two months, and you're like, what the fuck was going on? Yeah. Is it in-home hospice care? Or are you having to go? Yeah. To yeah.
1: So she was in the hospital and, yeah. they, and they brought her back and it's, and I did want to ask you that. Cause that's uh you know I've I've had uh you know some close buddies pass and grandparents and now stepmom yeah. which is still not you know I'm I'm here for my dad and it's it's more uh excruciating seeing him be so bummed out and I'm you know it's yeah. awful but again there's a more of a disconnect for me with her than there is with him so processing all that but how when did you feel comfortable to even let your brain try to find comedy in what happened with, uh, with your dad? And, and was it a, like a year? Was it, would you stop yourself if you started to write a joke? Cause you're like, what am I doing this? I need to be grieving.
2: No, honestly it was immediate. So just a little backstory. My dad died of pancreatic cancer, but from the day of death to the day day diagnosis to the day of death, it was seven days. So it was like, I mean, he basically, I thought he was gonna have a heart attack at Waffle House one day. I was like, oh, that's his, that's his path. (laughs) So the fact that we were like dealing with cancer, I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Everything was insane. Like we flew him to MD Anderson, which is a big cancer hospital in Houston. We're like, we got him in the best care. Everything just moved so quickly. But the biggest thing was the relatives that come out of the woodwork that are, like, asking for shit. You're like, he's not even dead yet. And y'all want a fucking handout? Oh, his
0: my His funeral,
2: God. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, his funeral alone was a shit show. Um, everything that happened in the hospital was ridiculous. Just, you could not make this shit up. And so, for me, it was immediate. I mean, I didn't, like, share about it on Instagram just yet, but then once I started talking about it, Uh, You know, people would invite me on their podcast. I was like, I gotta get this off my chest. And I just realized it was the funniest, rawest, realest shit. The best material comes out of death. It really does. Because you're like, how the people turn into savages, people just turn into idiots. And then like I turn into an idiot. I can't function. I had a nervous breakdown at a Costco one day. (laughs) Right after my dad passed. This is so embarrassing. That sounds like a uh, Garth
1: Brooks lyric. No lyric. Nervous breakdown (laughs) at a Costco. (laughs)
2: <laughs> mm.
1: oh my god
2: i went to get i went to the get worst place to have a breakdown Memorial.
1: it's so public
2: it's so public no and you know, I. I know that i'm on yeah i know i'm on like a, a sheet somewhere that's like this big bitch comes for too many samples purchases nothing like i know i'm that chick <laughs> i went to go check out, you know, you have your membership card. Well, I just picked like the Rolodex of cards out of my mom's um, drawer and I didn't realize I had my dad's Costco card. And they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, we can't, can you call your dad? Because we need to get him to verify it because he needs to renew his membership. My middle name is Kyle for Heather Kyle, which is my dad's name, Kyle and Nan. And I was like, I can't fucking call him. Cause he's motherfucking dead. You goddamn bitch. Brenda, and this poor woman's like crying at Costco. I'm crying. I'm like, everybody can go fuck themselves. Not just run out of the store. Of course, this is a Costco where everybody, you know, in the neighborhood knows you. Three oh. people that I knew from the club witnesses. I'm like, Oh my God, run into a friend in the parking lot. Cause she sees me hysterically crying. She's like, are you good? You know that you're going to be banned from this Costco. The woman ends up following me out who worked at Costco to apologize. I was apologizing. I'm just like, I can never go to this Costco again. I just, this woman had no idea that he was dead, you know? And I just took it out on her. Cause in that moment I was like, how fucking dare you ask me to call my dead father. You know, I'm going to burn this place down. <laughs>
1: you know what? Let me yeah. call him. Let me call him. Would that make you happy? Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, Oh, hello dad. Just kidding. He's fucking dead. <laughs> oh yeah. my god that is
2: i i do love being at my mom's house though because she still has that landline and we do get the telemarketer callers my favorite fucking thing every day is you know they're like it's kyle mcmahon they're like if you've seen them let me know we've been waiting for five goddamn years oh and they just get god. so uncomfortable it like fills me with joy now um, i love it i love a dead dad joke <laughs> yeah that's and uh- the good thing is He's not coming back, so therefore, I can always use that. Like, I don't care if I'm 102. I'll be like, I don't know if you know this, but my dad died, so I'm going to need you to ease up on me. Like, I'll use it to get free shit for the rest of my life. He would want oh, it. You oh, know? there was there
1: – that's – I love that mindset. There was an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm once. I don't know if you ever watched that show, but where Larry's –
2: Of course, um, the best. The, I saw you on it.
1: Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah, for for a hot minute. it You know, it was – truly the greatest day ever because that's my favorite show and he's just a god but and it's like i tried to go look i don't know how they're gonna cut this i had a couple buddies that got their shit straight up cut out so the fact that my scene right you know it's like you shoot so much and then the scene was a minute so i'm like and and when i was complaining to my one of my buddies he's like your shit's he's like you fucking so a lot of the jokes you you wanted to be in there weren't in there he's like my shit's not even in there and i was like all right good point um but uh, there was an episode where his mom passed and then he started like using it to like if people would stop him for as he calls them stopping chats that he didn't want to have he just cut them off like right as they started like i don't know if you know this but i'm on that they go oh larry uh, i'm so sorry (laughs) Uh, well i'll leave you be have a good day and like he was using it to get out of (laughs) so much stuff uh
2: Oh, I use it for everything now. Cause I'm like, they're, they're, I mean, it's not like you're lying and if they are fucking dead, it is what it is. I'll tell you this. If you go to like a makeup counter, now you're a gentleman, you obviously don't frequent those a lot. If you did more power to you, but, um. I would go and get like really expensive makeup shit at like Saks or Neiman's, go to the makeup counter, look a little distraught. And I'd be like, I'm so sorry, my dad's funeral's tomorrow. And I just, I I flew in town, I forgot my makeup kit and I just end up with free fucking samples of like, like <laughs> really expensive, like Chanel lip glosses, like you know skincare products that are worth three hundred dollars a tube and they were just like honey take it take it and i do that all the
0: fucking time oh my god i don't even god. carry
2: makeup kit i'm like let's just go to the mall i got it sweetheart take this yeah. whole
1: bag of estee lauder stuff and you know, give yeah. it out to everyone at the wake yeah. it's it's actually perfect wake lipstick oh my god
2: 100 <laughs> percent. yeah i feel do not feel guilty i'm like he's fucking dead so I want to ask you about your audition process for yeah. Curb, if you don't yeah. mind talking oh, about it. please. My yeah. girlfriend, Megan Ferguson, was on this for this season. Who she, she plays a girl who chokes, who gets sexually sexually harassed.
1: Oh, His my secretary. God. Brilliant.
2: Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Man, she,
1: what a great arc. She's in like three or four episodes.
2: <clears throat> I know. I, I literally, I was just like, I need to know everything. Was it, did you shit your pants in the park? Yeah. Because yeah. to me, Curb is, that's my, that's yeah. I peaked. That's, I'm in yeah. it. I'm done. I know. I can die now.
1: It, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's one of those shows that I literally, I think we all have them. You know, The Office is probably another one where you, if you're falling asleep, you don't want anything to think about. I've seen every episode 50 times. I can quote right. shit. It's just like I know when the fight's about to build. So if there's a part that I'm falling asleep and it's gonna be on, I turn, I'm gonna watch that one part and then go to bed. I mean, know it forwards and backwards. So and Jeff Garland's become a good buddy of mine. So you know, he allowed me to geek out a little bit and just getting to know him and ask him certain things. And, and, you know, right, wasn't inappropriate. And Allison Jones, who cast it, you know, is one who put me in the heat and, you know, a couple other things. And so I would always bugger if is it coming back, blah, 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 when it does, you got like, I got I'll audition for something that's a line and the guy walks out or even if I could just be on set, like, was grilling her for that type of an experience. So auditioning, you know it's again, they give you a little sheet that has a couple bullet points of Uber driver at one point. Larry is gonna ask you what his rating is, and you tell him he's one star. and that's pretty much it. And I walk in and have right. shavers in there and and Larry Charles and Allison and garland and and a few riders, and Larry's in there. and I was like nervous, but also, you know, you just feel like s- some things you just go, you know what? I'm everything led me to this point, and I'm ready. Take a deep breath, like trust your shit. And I know the show so well. So I know because right. they're like, don't try to be funny. So I'm like, cool. But I also, you need to be funny. So you need to recognize when I was like, I'm not going to try to out of the gate come with funny lines. I'm going to try to plant a seed for Larry to build an argument. Cause that's selfishly just what right. I, wanted. I wanted to be able to like hear a curb style fight just so I could have that outer body experience. Yeah. And then I can play, have jokes in that because then it'll be a, a real fight. Now it's just whatever. But, um, so he sat behind me like in the car and just hearing him talk and me talk back and forth to him, like no joke, like definitely little outer body. Cuz I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm listening to an episode right now. So that's what was, and right. then I, I had to take myself out of that so I could actually respond to what he was saying. And I made him break a couple times, times and, and then we did it again. And then I came back and they had me do the other Uber driver for that episode that had like an Eastern European accent the other guy had a a better accent. So it went to him, but I walked out, called my mom and I was like, you know, the audition, like that was so amazing. If I don't get it, whatever. And then like a minute later, I'm like, fuck that. If I don't get this, I'm quitting the business. And, um, so it's like, you know, and then, uh, and then it was cool, but I just tried to, you know, soak it all up. And again, like not knowing how much would end up in there, but he was so gracious and he's such a, he's so meticulous with everything that's being said. And we did like maybe eight takes on the day of us in the car. And he wanted to make sure we didn't do anything the same. But if I said something, he was like, maybe say something like that again so we can go down a different path. But, you know, um, and like after the first four takes on the shoot day, I wasn't making them, wasn't making them break the way I did in the audition. So now I'm getting in my head being like, fuck, and then right. we were about to do one last take and, and they were like, all right. And, and I was like, Oh, there, are we starting from the this spot? Or are we just going to jump, pick up from the middle? And then they just said action. And then it just started and it kind of took me out of my head and it ended up being the longest take we did. And um, every take was averaging about like uh, three to five minutes. This one meant about like you know, nine, 10. And, uh, and we had mm-hmm. a lot of good lines and I was just dialed in. And then after that one, he just, he just, uh, you know, got out and gave me a bump and was like, fucking, that was it. And so then I'm like, all right, cool. Now I feel like they might, there's stuff to, to pull from. Because up until that point, I was like,
2: right,
1: they're not going to use any yeah. of this. Like, this is terrible. But right. and also, again, trying well, to. Well, unless do- you're like. Oh, go ahead.
2: I feel like J.B. Smoove on that show is the only one who's like, oh. really, like, he's got the fucking lines. And then everybody else is just playing the scene as honestly yeah. and yeah. as they can. That's right? the, that's like, the that's that's challenge it. too.
1: You're just trying to be, like, straight yeah. man, but also, like you want your, I just, again, I just wanted to fight with him, you know, like I wanted like yeah. for him, like he was like, we had a bunch of stuff too. Or at one point he, he's like, uh, I'm like, uh, he, he's like, I says, I'm one star. I'm like, Hey, you got one star. And he's like, I, he's like, I don't feel like a one star. And I was like, says you're one star. And I was like, and I gotta be honest, man, when you came in, you definitely had one star energy to you. And he's like, what do you mean? One star? I was like, ah hey, you look at guys. And I mean, bust out some drugs or pulling some strangers, have me pull over. You know, bring someone in. There's gonna be some sucking and <laughs> fucking. Like you look at, he's like, "There's no sucking and fucking with me." I'm like, "You seem like a sucking <laughs> fuck guy, dude." And it just became this all. And in my head, I'm like, "Oh, please, God, let them keep this," because it was like hearing yeah. him be like, "I don't suck and fuck. I don't suck and fuck." And I'm like, "Dude, you seem like I don't know in what order, but you fucking suck or vice versa, dude." He's like that. I'm like, and that's how you get right. one star. I'm like, it's a gamble that I'm even picking you up, you know, and and. uh but yeah but
2: how much god i would just love just just an improvised audition if i have to go in for a fucking pilot read i'm just i'm at this point i was like i tested for two things this last season i was like literally it was always it's always for like 40 year old moms who are tired they have three kids and they're trying to like get their groove back and then i would go (laughs) in and i'm like i'm 33 i have no children i don't know (laughs) if i just look really fucking tired um but i probably would just call my agents and be like this is insane like what are we doing here i I just can't i
1: they're doing another season of curb you uh i mean i'm do you know allison have you ever putting it out
2: there no i've never read for oh you know what i'll do i'll just
1: i email with her on the reg i'll just straight up you send me something that you got i'll just forward it on and uh yeah yeah she's uh man you would crush you're my boy uh, yeah,
2: um, I, I'm. I'm. I would. I would love. When I'm marrying the Italian version of Larry David, like my fiance Jeff, is literally Larry David. Everything's just like, oh my god, he's so. It's just everything's exaggerated. You know, Jones on Third in L.A. Yeah, I love it. But you, the restaurant. Yeah, I love it. We were there, and they. I got a side of ranchers club sandwich, and he was like, "What do you mean this is three dollars and fifty cents extra?" And I'm like, "Jeff, we have money." <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's the it's- principle.
1: Then, is he then, <laughs> yes, He's like- is he Joe Pagliano meets friend yeah. Ruher? <laughs>
2: 100 percent yeah <laughs> knew exactly that's where you're gonna go with it yeah yeah. and so joan who's like the only celebrity i've ever geeked down about who owns jones on third comes around and i'm like shut the fuck up jeff it's goddamn joan I'm like do not embarrass me in front of the woman who makes the greatest chinese chicken salad on the planet it is. and of course jeff's like this is the best ranch dressing i've ever had after he's drank it i'm just like everything is just i'm like this is fucking italian larry david i can't grumpy old man Like, we got this new puppy, and he's just yelling at the dog. Like, like the dog understands. He's like, why are you crying? we Tony. Like, you need to be in your crate. It's a safe space. I'm like, the dog has no fucking idea what you're saying, Jeff. Just shut the fuck up. You know, I'm done with you.
1: Does he enjoy? I saw you you did a little thing with him where you gave him a haircut, and he was, like, so – his involvement in your stories is, like, perfect, where he's, like, not annoyed, but he's not also, like, put the camera on me. You know? So it's, like, a great balance of, like – yeah, I'll be involved. I r- recognize what this is for you. <clears throat> and and to uh, let me play a part is kind of crucial to the whole thing. Um,
2: well, he saw, started seeing the paycheck. So he did, he's a bottom line kind of money guy. So he was yeah. like, wait, what? And so um, that really, he was like, I don't give a fuck what you do on the internet. Um, yeah. I know he loves this shit. Are you kidding me? I had the thing is too like everybody who tunes in they know my mom they know my sister they know jeff it's kind of like a family ordeal you know pops, right and like yeah. you're asking earlier yeah and everyone's just like okay like you were saying earlier how much do you share well at this point i share everything um but no jeff loves it he gets recognized we live in new york he gets recognized on the street and he's just like like he just oozes douchiness because he just <laughs> is obsessed with it he pretends like he doesn't like you know and the, the attention and then when I put the light on him he finds his light a little too quickly he loves his shit don't let him play him yeah
1: do you ever yeah, he loves it do you ever um like you, you were doing a story the other night I think it was your dogs were you were it was taking you a while to go to sleep right and you were kind of doing stories yeah. on your dogs was that that was the issue right that was kind of prolonging
2: yeah well we we have a brand new puppy that we're trying to puppy train but we also have my sister's frenchie here because we're all quarantined together so it's like it's just a shit show i feel like i have a newborn baby you know i'm not sleeping and i've just gone fucking crazy one being locked up with my family in the house but then two going on like two hours of sleep because you're crate training last night i said fuck it they slept in the kitchen gang gang i don't care i'm done <laughs> like and, they, and i slept I was like, "Mommy needs a joint and a Xanax and a gla- and a mason jar margarita." I can't. I'm over
1: it. Do you? I somebody- don't
2: want children out of this quarantine. You? Have, oh, you don't have my. kids?
1: No. I mean, I've got. I, know, I've, I've done the uncle of the year thing pretty what? hard for about seven, eight, eight yeah, nine, ten. They're ten now. The twin girls and my nephew's five. They're now, and they're still great. They're starting to like just shift into like, you know, like. I'm glad I'm like, you can't like that dance is not TikTok approved. Like or just pitchy just right. shit. And um but uh yeah, I mean I I don't know, I I yeah, but the idea of having I mean, my sister literally my uh, brother in law went out on um some giveaway site and got a trampoline because they were like, dude, if we don't do something, we're gonna like lock these kids outside put them in the garage or literally put them in a truck and drive it off the bridge because they were like going fucking crazy (laughs) 10 10 and 5 and it was just like yeah it's just too much and also you know they're starved for other probably adult interaction and um, but yeah this is definitely shined a light on on the idea that I'm like oh I like being you know um, I'm not ready yeah
0: what about you well it's
2: funny so many of my girlfriends (laughs) Well, yeah, he wants kids, but I think after this puppy training, this crate training, I'm like, Jeff, I've gotten a glimpse of, like, what it's going to be like when we have a baby. Because, you know, the woman's really, truly the person who has to get up in the middle of the night and stick a kid on their tit. Yeah. And I'm just like, Jeff, what are you going to – I literally said, I was like, what are you going to do when we have an infant? You can't talk to your kid that way. They don't understand what they're saying. Like, there's like a year of this kind of shit. Yeah. You know, Jeff just tries to have a rational conversation with the fucking dog. And then he's like (laughs) pissing and moaning in the middle of the night. Like, oh, my God, this dog's so fucking loud. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's a puppy. So I'm the one getting up, (laughs) soothing it, you know, all this shit. But it's funny. All my girlfriends who have kids, my girlfriend Mary called me the day. She's like, I now understand those women who put all their kids in a minivan and drive it off a cliff? She's like, before I judge them, now I'm like, uh-huh I get it. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Like,
1: you're like, I what bridge imagine. did they drive off, off, off of? Where was yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> right. I know there is.
2: One hundred percent.
1: It must be a dude thing too, because my dad, you know, he's got two little dogs, and um, one of them is blind and pretty deaf. She'll just constantly walk around bumping into shit, and then just turn and bark yeah. at a at a corner. And my dad'll be like, Mindy, lay down. Mindy, lay down. And I'm like dad i love you but you're wasting words like you're screaming at a blind deaf dog yeah that is 17 i think they actually thought and he thought it was 14 and my uh brother found some papers like dad i think mindy's 17 he's like oh what i'm like dude so even more reason to not try to give her any direction <laughs> at this point in life She's gonna she's on her right She's doing her bucket list shit she's like look i've always wanted to bump into a yeah. chair You know, I wanted to fucking I'm fucking doing it. I wanted to take a shit and walk through it a couple of times. Like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing at seventeen. Um do uh
2: and they do that as puppies too. Oh yeah. There's so much shit trampling. It's unbelievable. I'm like trying to praise the dog. Oh good. And then he just runs right through it and it's like three AM. I'm in the backyard, you know, with all the spotlights on, just like I can't I'm gonna lose my shit. But then they're cute. I don't fucking know. I know. Maybe I'll be a horrible mother. I don't know.
1: I know. I think you'd crush it, actually. You'd be like the fun mom. But then, like, also, you've got a good amount of like sternness to you. I think when you want to, that even if yeah. you feel like you're putting on the f- fake anger, the fanger, that your kid will go, oh shit, she's usually always fun and now she's serious. So at least that's what I try to apply with the uncle stuff. Now, when I actually try to have to be yeah. bad cop, I've developed so much good rapport. And, you know, it's like, I, you know, sometimes I'm like, you guys remember when I bought you Barbies from 7-Eleven? Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've done it all. <laughs>
0: you know?
2: I just I just have this feeling that I'm going to be a boy mom. I just don't know why. Like, oh, God yeah. woke me up in the middle of the night. Because I hate sports. Sports. Oh, really? It's a lot. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm Southern, so I should love it. But I'm like, whatever. I just know that i have, like, a hockey team full of boys. <laughs> and the tables will turn because I've talked shit about sports for so long. Oh,
1: yeah. You're and then blotted. I'm just like,
2: Yeah, I'm going to be like the tournament's coming up this weekend. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm going to be like in a fur coat with like a little cigarette, getting wasted at the games, you know, cracking skulls with the other moms afterwards. Oh my God. But I'm just like, this is going to be it. Uh huh. And then I'll have one gay son who will be an actor, of course. And then we'll be presenting at the Tony Awards together one day. (laughs) And right before we walk out, he'll push me down a flight of stairs, you know? And that's. My gay son will eventually kill me because they're going to only be one star in the family. You know? <laughs> I'm like, do kids, do kids hate their parents if they're comedians?
1: Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Is, um, do you, you ever. no
2: way. Our... Oh,
1: go, go ahead. Go. No, there's no way what?
2: I was just going to say, there's no way that, like, my kids will ever be, like, bragging about their mom. Like, she does stand up. They're going to be like, this is fucking sad. I don't like, know. Get a hobby. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. But again, it's like. Once they get old enough to recognize that like the cool life they have is from that, I think they'll probably-
2: Yeah.
1: I hear Sandler talk about a lot that his kids are, they're just now at a spot where they're like wanting to watch all his movies and stuff like that and like them. But up until that point, it was just like, they didn't get it. They didn't think he was funny. But now they're seeing as like, and you know, a lot of his movies too are like right for their- uh The age range they're in. Do you have um people in your life that you mentioned like people coming out of the woodwork when when your dad passed, but when you got on like the Today show and and that was so cool that Maria Shriver was like geeking out, have there been people like that? Uh that uh, either from your past that are trying to claim you now, like I always knew you were gonna be like you were like I remember in math class, you'd always do like funny characters that like couldn't do math, and I was like, Heather's fucking funny. Like Or, and to that part, also like other random, you know, celebs that are kind of, you know, beefing you up.
2: um, Well, it's, there's a couple of things. It's funny going, doing these shows and like a couple of, you know, the frat daddies that I went to college with. It's really funny seeing some of my guy friends be like, God damn it, Heather, I knew you were funny in college. We always knew you were going to like new comedy, but like, you're fucking doing it it's like very hard for a lot of them to wrap their head around it like they're like oh you set a goal and you're accomplishing it
0: okay <laughs> you know? it's a lot
2: of like just straight men oh, yeah. um uh i mean yeah i've got sorority sisters who are definitely just coming out of the grave like you know will you come to my wedding i'm like you know, Carolyn, I haven't talked to you in fifteen years and you weren't really nice to me in the sorority. So go fuck oh, yourself. Oh, I was just
1: I was just joking around. All those things. I was just goofing.
2: Yeah. I was goofing, you know, when we, you know, made you take your clothes off and circle your fat. That was a joke. And the joke's on us. You know, no, I'm kidding. If they would have done that in my sorority though, they would have helped me out. I put on like the freshman forty five. I went to old miss oh, so and he got me gifts too. and
1: gifts. Yeah. The sorority thing, you know, I was an A pie at USC and DG was right next to us and I they were so fun and and uh one of the few houses that I heard not as many like were just the the girls were cooler and I heard way less stories of like you know of um that type of stuff of circling and just like yeah that
2: that didn't happen yeah yeah
1: so you had a positive experience like yeah oh I had the
2: Best sorority yeah. me It's funny because a lot of my comedy friends like, You were in a sorority? No fucking way. I'm like, I thrived. <laughs> like, if I could, if Jeff get hit by a bus tomorrow, I'm going back. I'm moving into the house. I'm going to be the house mom. Like, I <laughs> fucking thrived. Oh, in yeah. Environment.
1: So social. Me too. So I loved
2: probably, it. Yeah. It's really funny. People who didn't do Greek life, they have such a stigma around it. And I'm like, Let me tell you this. We partied our faces off. We gave each other gifts. We did a lot of philanthropy work. And now I've got, like, I get, I'll probably get ten thousand wedding gifts. Even if I don't invite these hussies to my wedding, you know, I'm like, we were good. I, I fucking love. Yeah.
1: It. Oh yeah. I,
2: I had a great experience. Um A E is that um the Jewish USC, that's a Jewish attorney. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. What
2: up? I, I uh recently found out I'm Jewish.
1: Whoa. Through what? Yeah,
2: it's a it's a juicy. Through twenty three and me um, or just like the amount program? of
1: coupon books you found?
2: well we my mother is so jewish she is joan rivers like that is that yes, is who my mother that. is but my mom called me like six months ago i was like you never gonna believe this with jews i knew it so <laughs> my grandmother was adopted she was raised um italian catholic but her mom was an italian jew so like my great-grandmother is a jew on my mother's side so like do i get a is it bat mitzvah do i get a bat mitzvah yeah
1: you do if you want yeah I mean, well,
2: are you going to fucking throw it for me or what? I thought by the that way, that, <laughs> yeah, <I>
1: love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that. I mean, if you want to talk reality show, you you know, just going to get go through all that with the uh, culmination of getting a bat mitzvah. I mean, that's I don't know if that's must see TV, but it's it's
0: it's like
2: you pick and choose TV. You know, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to see it, but You'd watch it the quarantine. Mean, you know, if you're stoned watching the quarantine have you learned anything about yourself in this quarantine
1: yeah i'm getting a little more an
2: aha moment
1: i'm learning that my dad is way more into like murder docs than i thought he was like this thing uh something kemper which is like the guy was i think just a little bit creepier than ted bundy it was a guy that would kill people then take their heads off fuck their heads and then fuck their torsos and then like go back and fuck the head again. I was like, Dad, this guy would double dip on the skull fucking. He's like, I don't know what that means, but yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm 76. <laughs> I don't know what I know double dip. Are we talking about chips and sauce? I'm like, no, we're talking about fucking skulls. He's like, Oh yeah. No, he would go back for a go back for seconds, I think is what you meant to say. I'm like, either way, this guy okay. sounds like a guy you don't want to fill your brain uh with just what he did. But then I start watching and I'm like fascinated. My dad loves naked and afraid. Um I uh that's a pretty entertaining show. I definitely have not watched this, this much reality TV ever. I used to get like doses of like, I watched a piece of an episode of a Kardashian show on a plane once and was like, I can't do this. Started to try to watch like finding Bigfoot once. <laughs> like, Nah, I know they're not going to find them. Um, they
2: never found them. I was they never out. found them.
1: Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Let's guess what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, I tried to watch chopped. I enjoy it. The cooking stuff is, is fun. Um, and I can't, so it's I It's do- lighthearted.
2: There's lighthearted. a little bit of levity, yeah. you know. Yeah.
1: Um, but, uh, and I, I jumped on Tiger King early, which I I usually never do. Like Game of Thrones, I still haven't seen, and I will at some point. And I, I'm going to, by the way, when I watch it, like just be filling up all my social media with like, can you guys believe just to see the rage that I met with? of people being like, that fucking was, that already happened, man. You can't, no, nobody wants to talk about that. Um but yeah tiger king i didn't want to miss the, I, I had too many friends that were like can you please just watch this so we can have something to talk about because it's phenomenal and then i had people that were like i was so grossed out by it like these are the people like like joe this guy like
2: okay. anybody who was grossed out by it Fuck they might be an animal activist like yeah, no, no, uh, yeah it is yeah. the best it is so fucking mind-blowing couldn't get enough A quick recap i mean it's got uh, gay polygamy straight polygamy fucking lions tigers um a lot of pyrotechnics arson uh murder murder for hire uh no teeth lots of meth <laughs> drug dealing uh big brother like anything you can imagine got it, it all got yeah, it dude I know. Yeah,
1: yeah it was it
2: was I'm so fucking good
1: how many of those types of people did you grow up around in uh in georgia because like i you know Going to see my grandparents in Oklahoma a lot. Yeah, I met some people that might have been Joe Exotic, you know, adjacent. But um, I feel like that's, like, true – that's some some true – you know, the the South characters are a different breed.
2: You know, it's funny. I grew up in Atlanta, so, you know, I wasn't getting too country. I will say that when I went to Ole Miss, when I went to Mississippi, that was fucking culture shock. And not, like, redneck. It was just so old money, you didn't even know. Like, I thought, oh, I grew up, you know, dad did well, went to a private school, and then you show up at Old Miss. I was like, we are broke as a motherfucker. (laughs) Like, it was wild. Yeah, yeah. I had such culture shock when I went to school in Mississippi. I just didn't know. I was like, Mississippi, who the fuck lives here? And everyone's like, honey, I'm from Jackson. I went to Jackson Academy, and I'm like, where is Jack, Jack, you mean Jacksonville, Florida? Like, I didn't even know what the capital of Mississippi (laughs) was. Alabama though Alabama's redneck as fuck it is. there's Birmingham which has a lot of money and I listen people from Alabama will come after me for this but Alabama's got some people you know you get some mountain people right outside of Birmingham and it's fucking crazy but I feel like Oklahoma and Kentucky can get the rowdiest oh you know a saying? thousand
1: percent well Kentucky too is like have you ever weird.
2: done a show in West Virginia no I, I haven't either, I just drove through it recently. I drove through Wheeling, West Virginia. Ooh. It was like the meth capital of America and I yep. said, yeah, it's, it feels pretty methy." <laughs> yeah. you know?
1: Is there a place where your fans yeah. um, are most rampant? Like, did you have, was the tour kind of all over or were there, a, we kind of hit in a specific region of the country?
2: I mean we went everywhere we started out in the south which was just totally overwhelming obviously being southern um it was crazy my favorite shows have all been in tennessee nashville oh, yeah. knoxville memphis it was cool i got to um i sold out graceland they do shows now and i like i had like Whoa. a security guard who was lisa marie's security and i was like just you know shooting the shit with him he's like I'm like so, how's Lisa? He's like, well, now that she got out of Scientology. She's doing a lot better. I was like, oh fuck, I'm about to get like real dirt. I got a private tour. If you sell out Graceland, you get a private tour of Graceland, Elvis's home. Oh my at god. Midnight. And so we were in there at like 1 a.m. It's totally fucking haunted. Lights were flickering. I was like, Elvis, this is fucking crazy. So all all the best shows have always been in Tennessee. So shout out to anybody in Tennessee. Where's your favorite place to perform?
1: Oh, man. I mean, you know, I – there's probably – Arizona I love. I love Seattle. I'm I'm biased. That's where I'm from. Uh, You know, L.A. is great. Like – M- There's a few places in the Midwest. Uh, Austin's pretty spectacular. Dallas has um, mm-hmm. the- did the majestic theater there once, and that was pretty electric. Um, uh, Boston's pretty great. Um, Iowa, I I'm did- excited
2: to do Boston.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna do the Wilbur up there.
2: Um, actually, doing a new one that everyone's doing the Chevalier Theater. I think present nice. in Chicago. Chicago everyone's also. Everyone's like do the Wilbur, but now. Yeah, I'm excited to do, I haven't done Chicago or Boston yet, but we're doing some new theater in Boston that Man. apparently is the jam. But I'm like, the Wilbur to me is like iconic. I'm yeah. doing the Majestic in Dallas. I'm excited.
1: Wow. I, yeah, um, it's, I mean, it's kind of a flawless, it's old, it's the sound is incredible. The uh, Now, how does a live show go for you? Is it, because um, you have absolutely not as your podcast, right?
2: Yeah. So I don't have an opener. It's just me. It's like a 90-minute show right now. I open up with some video elements and my characters, because I can't take all the characters on the road. Then I open up with Brenda Carlisle, one of my characters, and then I go straight into stand-up. And then it's about 75 minutes of stand-up. Wow. So um, and then I used to do crowd participation. Like I try to bring in some elements of the podcast yeah. and do absolutely nots in the audience. And these women are so fucked up. I was like, <laughs> you know what? We're just gonna. Leave the microphone up they gave it Like, me. it got aggressive.
1: Oh, because they probably yeah, feel like so comfy, they're just like, fight. oh, yeah. They want to bear it all with you like the security guard did, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, they think they're just hanging out. It's like a kiki on a Saturday night with a fuck ton of white claws. I actually had to start doing PSAs, saying, like, hey, guys, I'm actually concerned about everyone's safety. Like, just so you know, I know I'm your best friend on the internet, but you are coming to a professional show from a professional performer. Like, one woman in Tampa just – Shit her pants, disappeared, left her jeans in the bathroom. We had to like hold the show because they're like, We don't know who's fucking like designer jeans these are. Like literally the security guard Tony was like, I have no fucking idea, but we got a ghost pooper. Like somebody pooped and then ran and we're like, we don't know who the fuck it is. But the line for the bathrooms around the block because we gotta like clean up the shit. I'm like I, I was like, Me ladies, if we're shitting ourselves before the show, we need to yeah. roll it back in.
1: Time to take a look in the mirror yeah. at the end of the night and again in the morning. By the way. It's good that's only yeah. a one-time thing because if that became like, I wonder how many times your fans have to shit their pants and ghost the, the show to where you're like, oh, <laughs> what am I – what do I need to change my show? Because, like, what's What am I doing that's making them not think about bowel right. movements and where you might have to do them?
2: Uh, oh, I had to take a real hard look inside because, you know, I drink and have a good time, but I'm not a heavy drinker. Like, that's not <laughs> – I was like – Fuck, am I giving out the persona that I'm just a raging alcoholic yeah. and like my life is spiraling? I mean, it got crazy. And then I just realized uh, you know, a lot of these women are just they're having to navigate yeah. the new comedy space. Oh, yeah. I don't fucking know. Also, the you show know? and but you're it, so it, it, yeah. oh
1: go ahead. Well, say your show. No, 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 go ahead. You're uh, you know, you're so personable and have such a way to make people immediately feel comfy, like they can again, making someone feel comfy like they can not only say that stuff to you, but then as they're watching, they're, you know, like, oh, I can be, I can kind of be a little bit wilder tonight because, you know, she, right. I feel comfortable and she's not going to judge and she'll kind of, if something happens, she'll spin it into a joke. And, and, you know, I forget this too, that a lot of times when I try to give benefit of the doubt, you know, and not kick out immediately. And I like doing a lot of crowd work and to try to right. make the moment, yeah. as, uh, it, work with the moment to try to spin it into something for everybody um but I forget sometimes that you know a couple or a group of gals whoever it is they do get so fucked up it's like oh that is and I try to say this before I and, and give them a chance to kind of shut up they're like well this is your guys's, like you one night this month to go out so you're going for it blah 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 and then try to right. like get a little dialogue and make some you know get some sort of a moment for everybody and then kind of also let them know like all right but now it's we got to like move on from this. And then sometimes they take the uh, hit and, and, and cue, and sometimes they don't. And, um, I, you know, I had one group in Sacramento once. I ended up buying – it was my first time at this club, and I just bought shots for – it was a Thursday night show. It was only about 120 people there, so I bought everybody a shot because this table was so loud and obnoxious, I kept trying to give them chances. And then finally one girl in the group just goes – they finally quieted down – and then I went back, I was like, ladies, you just gotta, like, tonight's not about you. We, we've done this, we've done this three or four times, this dance. And one of them just goes, and I go, what's your name, by the way? You seem like the ringleader. She goes, Nanya. And I go, Nanya what? She goes, Nanya fucking business. <laughs> and all the girls started laughing. And I go, you know what? Get the fuck out of here. And then I kicked them all out yeah. and bought everybody in the room shots because I needed, like, an immediate way to, like, get the room back. Even though everyone was on my side. Right. Because they saw that I was kind of giving them chances. And there was this old man right. in a Dr. Pepper shirt, Right. And uh, and I kind of had some fun banter with him. It was probably you know mid mid sixties, uh, uh, early seventies. And I go, I go, uh, sorry guys, that those girls, they were just being. And the guy goes, cunts. And I go, I didn't want to <laughs> say it, but that was just what the doctor ordered. I go, tequila for everybody. <laughs> and uh, and and like my buddy who fun, still yeah. works there was like, dude, pe- We still talk about that night because it was so just crazy. But it was like I had so much, you know, I wanted to do right by the club, and I was like in my head, I was like, right. If, like, I don't handle this, I'm never not going to get let back because it kind of gotten out of control. So that's probably smart that you don't involve the crowd that much. And I'm sure they do, though, at this point, scream out catchphrases, ask for characters. Oh, yeah. How do you deal with that?
2: It's, it, it's been interesting because, listen, we've all, when we started in this business, dealt with, you know, hackers or whatever, but it's, like, really positive reinforcement. Oh, heckling, good. you know, they just want to yell out things that they know about you. So I'll be in the middle, though, of setting up a joke and they'll just yell, like, you know, my sister's dog's name, like Bronson. And I'm like, yes, is the name of my sister's dog. Now shut the fuck up, McKenzie. <laughs> I'm setting up a joke. McKenzie. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's always like a Madison or Mackenzie. Oh and um, and I started then just making my character, Brenda, at the top of the show being like, don't yell out goddamn things you know about her, the size of her titties. You know what I mean? Where she's from. She knows that y'all know this. Because I forget <laughs> that I do, between the podcast and Instagram, I do yeah. get so much out it only backfired on me once. My last show last, um, it was like the weekend before Christmas. I was playing San Diego. It was an amazing show. And I'm setting up these like dead dad jokes. And I'm just like, Hey guys, I hope you don't mind. You know, if I start talking, telling some stories about my dad, literally before I can even get the words out, this lady yells, he died of cancer. She was so fucked up. And I just, like something snapped in me and i it took everything in me and I could see my producer across and he was like, don't fucking do it. I was like, I wanted to just ruin this woman's life. Oh. Cause it was just like, fuck, we know, you know? And I wasn't even upset about the cancer thing, but I was like, it's my job to set up the cancer. Yes. Fuck, we know. And I got off stage and that's, I was like, I don't, thank God this is the last show of the year. Cause oh, your no. girl's about to fucking slip. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's just wild. It's like, great we're so glad mckenzie you
1: know that because i've shared that shut the fuck up shut up what was it uh you you, are you good for like 10 more minutes
0: yeah okay cool
1: what uh tell me real quick just i know you've talked about it but how cool the today show experience was and just you know because that is such a like you know it's on like the mount rushmore of of daytime morning whatever you want to call it and whether you know yeah. you didn't get you didn't get to you know receive pervy uh pervy eyes from Lauer, but getting to be with uh hoda is like pretty fucking yeah. cool and just to be on set there, and, to have,
2: and to- <laughs> <laughs> no, she's such a professional i almost shit myself oh yeah but, uh, but for them
1: to like talk about you and then right because that's how it happened they kind of were like talking about how they were like fanning out
2: so it was such a crazy thing. And I talk about this in my standup, but real quick, like I was on this like quote unquote influence retreat for Lululemon back in Malibu and Maria Shriver had been co-hosting with Jenna and and Huda. Wait, wait what's and an influencer
1: I, influencer retreat?
2: I don't know what the fuck it is. It's basically where they invited a bunch of like models and, 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 and like professional athletes. And then there was me and like, I'm not an Instagram influencer. I'm a comedian who just like talks about shit that I like. I'm like, all right, you know, cool. this is where I get my vagina yeah. wax. I'm on down. Um, and so I had gotten really high with a bunch of NBA players because, you know, none of the yoga wimp models would hang out with me at this retreat. Oh, it was like this all-expense-paid trip. So I get really high one night with all these professional athletes. Again, they like me because I hate sports, so I don't know who anybody is. I'm not impressed. They're all, like, Clippers players. I'm like, I don't know how the fuck these guys oh, are. Oh, so my like, God. Like, down the clown. So I wake up the next morning. I literally am so high in my bed. I, I, I peed the bed. So I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't get up. I was like that high where you can't put your legs and your torso together yep. to get up to pee. Been there. So I pee in the bed. Yep. I wake up the next morning in my, like, Lululemon men's tracksuit because that was the only thing that fit me. <laughs> and, um... I'm like, it's like steam heat. And I have like 800 missed phone calls. Everyone on the East Coast texts me. Oh my God, Maria Shriver is talking about you on the Today Show. How You're her favorite comedian. You have to come on. Then the Today Show starts calling me. So I'm like still high.
1: Wait, wait, real quick. My- wait, please tell me for <laughs> yeah. a second, you were like, do they want to go like live to me on FaceTime? And if they did, would you have picked up and been like, guys, just peed myself at a wellness retreat in Malibu? good to see ya. Well, is is katie still well, there
2: 100 percent. yeah well, i was still so high i kind of was like in this alternate universe like is this actually happening so the today show producer called me like we got to get you to new york asap so i'm like oh fuck so i'm like packing up my shit i'm like i'm going on the today show like in 24 hours it was fucking nuts um i was just so worried i mean like listen you're a late night guy getting on a morning show the whole time at the commercial break. I'm like, did I just say fuck? What the fuck did I just say? Oh, yeah. You know, I just, I had no, I was so afraid that I was going to be loosey goosey and, and, and say something inappropriate. And they never invite me back, but they've had me back since. So now I'm like, Hoda, watch out Coming for your <laughs> job, girl. That's what's good. She Whoa. did tell me though. She pulled me aside in the hallway. Cause I've been back a couple of times now. And she's like, just so you know, this is the best gig in television. You want this job. And I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: It really is, by the way. Like, right? I mean, they do. What do they do? They do like, is it ten to noon? No, seven to ten.
2: Well, Hoda does like all of the hours, but Jenna pops in at like nine thirty for a meeting. She's done by eleven. Oh. You know, you're getting a nap by noon. Deuces. it's the fucking best
1: yeah deuces. by the yeah. way you yeah you would fucking i mean you crushed the first appearance i saw was just like you were again that you were yourself but you had you had good energy too which it's like you don't want to at that time slot like you can't be too in someone's face because then right it's just very you're like dude no one's that fu-. like kelly ripa i'm sure is the shit and i she I, you know it looks like it and i've heard nice things but that like that's too much for me. I'm like, you gotta find a. Who's that spunky? Nobody is. So I know you're full of shit, and if you are, I also don't want to see that. Like, like when you're just like, oh my god, did they really? So I found a new protein bar. I did. I did. I fucking did. And you're like, dude, nobody said you didn't. You can just talk right. about it like a person would. But yeah, you had a perfect right. amount of, uh and you could tell you were making them laugh, which I think is key. Because again, they've they've seen and done it all, so it's like a, a new energy is welcoming
2: i mean it was a wild experience in the sense of like reading a, like prompter and cue cards i was like hoda and i at. I, like first close with jenna i was like i have no idea she's like i got you and i was like hoda i still don't know how to read this prompter hoda was like what are we doing next oh okay there's a kid on here who you know uh, uh, runs an animal rescue and she like throws the cards behind her and i'm like this bitch is fucking savage she's like i got you like they just i mean it happened so fast yeah so to all of the nbc news reporters y'all are operating yeah. on a level i don't even understand they yeah. are the fucking b- bad bitches of a journalism for sure
1: um it was can, crazy can we uh can we close this out by doing a little? Uh- a little uh, maybe I'd love to have Jeremy be visiting Brenda for um a little improv for maybe looking at new, yes. a- new apartments or condos in uh in Atlanta. yeah hold on
2: I actually I gotta just so oh, happens I got a jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I love this. <laughs> I don't have a wig,
1: but it's okay. Okay, so so um you probably saw my you probably saw my email. I was actually commenting a lot in the comment board for trying to find a place, but I'm new in town and my friends say that downtown Atlanta is like the shit and that like that's where all the rappers live. And since I just started beatboxing, I thought maybe I could be around my fellow, my my peers, but I also, oh, go ahead. I want to be near a grocery store, like a Harris (laughs) Teeters or a Safeway. somewhere that's got like big, like sells wheat bread in bulk.
2: Okay, here's the deal. Um, I don't understand. You know, are are you trying to you trying to go to Magic City? Because, honey, nobody's gonna let you in Magic City with those goddamn braces. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. There's no way. Can you afford a table? That's the only reason you want to be downtown, sugar tits. I'll tell you what.
0: Well,
1: I (laughs) whoa. First of all, no one's ever called me sugar tits before. (laughs) That was fucking cool. That's like when a black guy calls you the M word. Do you think that? Do you exactly? Mm-hmm. Well, how close is Magic City from from my grocery store?
2: Specifically, Harry's Teeter? Yeah. Okay. First of all, we don't have Harry's Teeters in Georgia, and I'll tell you why. Because that fucking name's... I mean, who wants to go into a store named Harry's Teeter? I'm not. That's what I used to call my uncle. He's in jail. Don't ask questions. Oh, um, Now We got... We got badass. Office. Yeah. Uh, well... What did he do? Badass to some. He He diddled. He diddled my, um, my cousin Sue Ellen diddled her for a couple of years. Fuck. So, yeah, you know, she's okay. She, you know, is transitioning to a man now. She does not want to be go by Sue Ellen. It is now. That's fucking cool. Uh, you know, Sean. I
1: always I, tell I always, I always my mom cause she's, you know, by herself and she's like having trouble getting back out there dating. And I was always like, you know. Fuck, maybe just switch it up. Like, be a dude and like see, see what the feels like on that side of life. But you know, this is all through Facebook. <laughs> hey, she honey. lives in Brazil.
2: Uh, she lives in Brazil. Yeah, she's out
0: in Brazil.
1: Well, she's okay. Fucking getting super personal. Table for two. She right now she's teaching sign language to kids. it's a whole it's a whole thing. Like basically, she look. She went on a retreat to basically find herself, like, find her spirit animal. Mm-hmm. Like, apparently spirit animals... What like, they all do. Yeah, and there's, like, a whole... Mm-hmm. There's a whole documentary on Netflix about it, which I watched a couple times and was like, Mom, and am is a fucking scam. But she went anyway because she had, like, a... What is it? Inheritance from my grandpa. He was, like, a super... He was, like, a big... He was a really big, like, anime porn uh, artist. And so he had... Okay, all, yeah. ...much money. And that's why, also... I have money to spend on a place, which is why I want to not settle for anything small. I kind of want to live the bar lifestyle. So.
2: Okay. So I mean, you're like, telling me your bathrooms. budget is anime porn budget. Oh, is yeah. Anime porn. Okay. Yeah. Well, Then I think, I think you'd do better in like an Inman park, uh, maybe like West Paces Buckhead area. Yeah. I'll tell you, i sold to another fellow who got a little bit of an anime porn inheritance lucrative. <laughs> tell you what yeah you're cash heavy you're cash flowing and that's that's, that it is what it is yeah um how many bed and bath what kind of square feet do you want an ensuite bathroom you want a a six-car garage i need details
1: well i think right now i just have a i have an electric bike so garage is kind of something i don't really need but one bedroom uh as long as it has like one of those as long as the bathroom is, like, connected to a second bathroom, because sometimes, you know, I'm lactose intolerant, so sometimes I need a second bath. Like, if, if, for chance, I meet a special friend on the Internet. you call the my- first. Cognitive first. And let's say I meet a girl on a Fortnite okay. chat room, and she comes over, and she's like, ooh, I wonder what That's his that. penis smells like. And I've, like, done something in the bathroom. I want her to be able to still come in the house without having to smell what I did. So
2: I'd say three, three bathrooms. Oops okay room. okay hold on let me get this straight yeah she's gonna smell your dick you just uh, gonna smell it
1: uh yeah I've is seen. that what you
2: said smell your dick okay yeah.
1: well what you does foreplay have... consist of where you're from
2: actually i want to ask you that because i recently got sure. my ex-husband richard cheating on me with our asian dog nanny ling ling i don't know if you know this but i, I I'm, I'm barren Fuck. i can't have children but i have two golden doodles named brooks and dunn and um you know i hired her because i'm so yeah, I'm a I'm a lucrative real estate agent, so I hired Ling Ling to watch her dogs. They're like children to me. Yeah, and well, Richard, who is a big general contractor here in Atlanta, he ran off with her. <laughs> so you know, it is what it is. <sighs> so I'm back on the Dayton scene. I'm on the Bumbles, and I gotta be honest with you, I'm not eating ass. I don't understand it. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, Lord willing and the creek don't rise, you're not going where the sun don't shine, and it's not because I'm not free. You know, I've let my hair down, but yeah. I don't. Like you, I, I t- it's touch and go with the gluten, and I don't need somebody getting in my my under region with um you know the tip of their tongue, and then trying to come back at me licking my lips. I just don't understand why you go from the booty back to the mouth. Can you break that down? And you got girls smelling your dick, so sure. Well, just yeah, more sm- power
1: to you. Well, first of all, I completely agree with what you're saying about eating ass. Like that's that's like a TikTok generation. Like ooh, let's do a oh, let's do a fun dance. Let's get And then let's, like, eat each other, like, butt chugging, Tide Pods, butt eating. Yeah. Like, dick smelling happened, like, way before that. Like, that's actually, if you do your research, like, that's like a 1987 move. But, so, it's also, like, what kind of person you're into. Like, for me, you know, yeah, we could go to dinner. I could tell you where I'm from. I could tell you my favorite color. You know, do I know where Waldo is? Mm -hmm. No. Do I own one of the books, though, just because I want to seem like a reader? Yes. But... Some girls <laughs> some girls don't want to kiss on the first date and they wake like, one like look.
2: Oh I'm I'm all in. I'm deep throat, I'm hand job. I oh, see personally shit. call me old fashioned. I miss a hand job. Yeah, I usually show up with wow. uh, coconut. I do volunteering at the local hospital. I go into the you know the, the re- essentially where people are about to pass. I show up with a uh, fanny pack full of coconut oil. I do two dips and two tugs. So you know I basically am trying Holy to get people shit. read them their last rites and give them their last randy, if you will.
0: That's so don't sweet. say
2: I never volunteered. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's called hospital hand jobs, and we're taking it nationwide. I'm trying to get more volunteers. If you have some free time, you know I, there are plenty of gay men who would. Need a little, you know, rub and tug right before they die. If you're, yeah, you know, I could sell you a home and you could join my charity if you're down. Hospital and jobs.
1: If that how it, if that's how it needs to happen, I am fucking in. As long as
2: okay, great.
1: Yeah, as long, yeah, I mean, as long as I can go to Magic City and see Big Mama squished a couple of beer cans with her boobs because I've read about. Okay, that. that's
2: Claremont Lounge. That's oh, Claremont shit. Lounge. The Magic City, yeah, Magic City's more where they let Drake in. You got to have a table. Um, It's expensive, but it's a good time. Oh. I'll tell you this right now. I have a, I have a, a recurring table, if you will, in Magic City. So, <laughs> honey, when you when you got old money, you know old money, new money. Hell, it's all money to me. But <laughs> I got old money. Got an old money table down there. Who said okay, that? Also tell you that Somebody
1: lame. famous said that. Yeah. Old money, new money. That's money to me. That's like that's like a old money, new money. It's money Kevin to Hart, me. Bro. Kevin Hart, That guy's fucking cool. I would. That guy.
2: He's actually my crush. That's who I want. I want a small African-American man. My next yeah. date is that's, that's the, the way I'm going. Yeah.
1: You know I want I mean? a, I want a big Asian woman, like, like a 300 pound Asian, Like, like she looks like she could sumo, but she's like, Hey bitch. I'll, I I just do
2: massage. Right. right. Well, I mean, hell everybody needs a good masseuse and I'll tell you what. I don't, you know, I don't know about you, but I go to Dell, I do the Massage Envy. I hold a lot of- Massage Envy. for traps. Massage Envy,
1: yeah.
0: yeah ha- go ahead. Do you ever
2: get happy endings there? Do you get happy endings? Because I have not been offered one. And to be honest with you, time's up me too. Put me in coach. You know what I mean? I'm waiting on somebody to step in and harass. Well- Not uh, grundle.
1: What I found, what I found is that don't ask for it at the front desk. So.
0: Okay, don't, sure don't
1: walk yep. in and say they go hey do you want a man or a woman and you go I'm not getting jerked off by a dude that's when they go mm-hmm. wait what we don't do that and then you go no it's that attitude so I haven't been back in a minute so I'd say right now I'm probably more of a Sooth guy I'd use the app or
2: one oh, okay. of those like oh, so you have people coming in home okay Oh, Well, yeah. see, this is good to know. You need to have a discreet way to get your masseuse into yes. your. Yes. If you want a one bedroom. One bedroom, no garage. Two baths. Two baths. Two baths. Discreet. Good,
0: back discreet.
1: Door. No windows. Wi-Fi. And two, and a, and um and just a space, a space for like three microwaves. Shit.
2: Oh <laughs> fuck! I got a place for you right now. I got, I gotta listen, honey. So I gotta listen for you. Great. It's a warehouse behind Magic City. Oh. no windows you you will have to possibly deal with some trafficking but just it you know, oh, look strange. the other way
1: yeah jesus oh you know, sorry sex trafficking again like i haven't seen that yeah lana's Wait. a little bit of
2: a hub you know yeah but other than that honey I, i'll show you tomorrow i'll take you out we'll sign the contract closed done done Signed I'm delivered. it's I'll, yours i'll
1: see you tomorrow scene <laughs> Oh man. I, I, I
2: like fucking love that lateral lift just <laughs> that right here it's I know so
1: it's good. such an easy trick um yeah they fell off twice I she she made this like nice teeth mold for me but I I took them off and then I um I was doing some video and I accidentally like blew them off from saying like fuck and it like flew off my mm-hmm. mouth and then uh and then it snapped in half so I have to be really careful when I put them on but yeah pretty Pretty cool. Do you have uh, Do you have any like extra prop things like this other than the wigs to play around with? That coat is fucking phenomenal.
2: Um, <laughs> well, This is just like my Dolly Parton jacket. This is actually just just in you know my my um rolodex of outfits. Oh yeah. No, it was funny when we were leaving. We were like bugging out of New York. We got down here right before really shit hit the fan. <laughs> I was like, I feel like this is. I knew. I saw the writing on the wall. I just threw a bunch of wigs in a bag because I usually wouldn't travel with that. I was like, we're in a pandemic and just like, we have two hours to get to the airport pack. And I, he's like, why are you packing your carry on full of wigs? I'm like, cause we're going to need to do content. Shut the fuck up. Call the Uber. <laughs> you know, this is Uh-oh. what happens. Yeah. Some people are doctors and they save lives and others. Whatever. We wear wigs and yeah, braces. Of those. And <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Say Luffy.
1: You're uh well, you're you're making a lot of people happy, and I'm sure you get those messages flooded into your inbox daily. But, um, yeah, this was this was fucking rad. Thanks for making time.
2: This is so fun. Thank yeah. you for having me. I've been a huge fan forever, and when That's I come so out to crazy. LA, I'm gonna get yeah. some of your shit. Oh yeah, I know. Isn't we gotta, that weird?
1: I know we got to jam on something. Or if you're ever in a, you know, it'd be cool too. Is if if um uh, you know this has happened with a few of my friends bands we've been in the same cities and get to kick it and one I even did a set before which unannounced was probably the it was in Phoenix was the Google Goo Dolls and they were like oh do a set before we go before we come out and I was like oh cool but it was like a really intimate like thousand seat rock venue and they didn't yeah. tell anyone that I, there was gonna be comedy so <laughs> you know they were waiting for you know uh, Iris and, and all the hits and so I come and Man, they were fucked up. I didn't realize how drunk Goo Goo Dolls crowds got, but they were not receptive. So, um,
0: but but it is it
1: is cool to like, you know, go to people's shows and like. I don't know if you ever do, um, you know, bring people up, but that'd be uh, that'd be a fun thing to do. Listen,
2: I I would. Are you single?
1: No, I have a girlfriend. Okay. But I, Shit, I was going to say,
2: if you were single and I could bring you up and, like, auction your ass off, oh, these women, you would leave with well, 20, you get, 20 wives.
1: You, you could auction me off as Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No. yes i will 100% auction <laughs> auction you off oh my jeremy. god yes yeah they would fucking lose their shit i'll bring you out and then be like this is our bachelor for the night and then you just come out as jeremy and they'll just be like what the fuck i mean dude
1: put those braces on and yeah. beatbox like for a special lady like maybe get people's names and what they do and i could do these like improvised raps about them to try to like
2: listen yeah. let's <laughs> do this at my la show i'm playing the ace let's do this at my la i show love the ace i run la tonight
0: Oh my god.
2: This will be so fucking funny. It'll be (laughs) amazing.
0: Yeah. That's
1: so good. Wow. The fucking ace. Good for you. That's wow. Unbelievable.
2: Listen, it it's awesome. I also feel like I've got a little bit of imposter syndrome. I'm like, am I gonna wake up tomorrow and we're in a pandemic? (laughs) apparently so so you know i'm just grateful and it's cool and i'm just glad women are coming out to see shows you know yeah, what i mean
1: that's so It's awesome i um my my sister's a big fan of you too so uh i'll um we'll have to uh get her out when you when, when you do that show at the ace or you probably play you'll probably, play you'll probably play seattle at some point yeah
2: yeah i i just played seattle and one of the best shows ever Wild oh
0: yeah oh good crowd. oh good
2: pacific northwest is like yeah. rowdy and a good time it was so much fun
1: they turn up yeah play
2: sure. the neptune
1: oh yeah the Neptune used to be a movie theater. theater i went and saw blair witch there in 2001 and then they uh turned it into a, a show venue yeah it's killer that's awesome
2: wow fully haunted 100 <laughs> percent. how can you tell uh, uh, how can you not tell uh, the dressing rooms in all these theaters oh just yeah, up in the Where attic. The you're up, like man. winded by the time you get up there. You feel like a ghost touching your breast. I'm like, I think I just went to third base. What the fucking ghost. Is it cheating? I don't fucking know. And you're like, all right, I'm into it. As long as I have a great show. Finger me. I don't care. <laughs> like, I just, I just want to have a good show.
0: Oh my so God. So it's been,
2: yeah. Yeah. It's been crazy, but I, I love so it. Funny. But listen, definitely come to, yeah. come to the show yeah, in LA. Well, It'll be yeah. so much fun. We push it to the fall. And then when I'm back out, obviously, I, I want to come see you perform because you've yeah, been of one of my favorite comics for a long time. Oh,
1: you're so sweet. Well, uh, this was a treat. Thanks for making time. And uh, enjoy Anytime. your margarita. And good luck. Had a robin for me.
2: <laughs> I will. i got to make another margarita. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, Heather. We'll see you soon.
0: Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.